Okay, wonderful. So, hello everyone. Today we are doing this interesting session uh, on urban farming. Now, this is something that uh, I personally feel is the need of the hour. Uh, just pure, precisely to address to the Atmanirbhar uh, campaign by the PM. Uh, not only that, but just that uh, we need to all become a little more self-reliant. So, how and what can we do when we are staying in cities which are very uh, uh, cumbersome and of course all the vegetables and everything comes from villages away from us and stuff like that so uh, one day of transport strike or one day of no transport makes a lot of difficult uh, scenario for the vegetables or fresh uh, crops to kind of come into the city so uh, let's try and explore what urban farming really is and uh, today joining with us is uh, chaitali mahajan who's an architect from uh, College of Architects, uh, sorry, from Mumbai University, and uh, she has worked on diverse uh, uh, architecture and uh, interior design projects. Hi, Chaitali. Hi. Okay, so I was just introducing you. Uh, okay, so yeah. Chaitali has also uh, graduated from Mumbai University, and she has worked on diverse uh, architecture interior design projects for over 18 years now. And uh, apart from being a professional uh, uh, architect, she's also been uh, teaching at Wesley College of Architecture. And she has another side of hers, which is into artistry. So she has been uh, exploring a lot of uh, lovely uh, art and uh, art workshops, which are for kids. Uh, I really uh, love the idea of catching them young. So uh, she's been doing this for uh, kids of age five plus years. And uh, she has been uh, really instrumental in uh, organizing a lot of these uh, eco-friendly uh, Ganpati which I really uh, love and my art kid has been really uh, been a part of her workshops uh, almost every year now. And uh, apart from that, she also uh, takes uh, orders for eco-friendly Ganpati. So uh, leaving that all aside, Chaitali has her own personal uh, kitchen garden, I would say, or, or, or an urban farm, I would say, because she has been uh, really uh, passionate about this uh, project. And the minute I coined the idea to her that we should, we should kind of, uh, you know, uh, try and educate people or you know at least start a dialogue about what urban farming is she was immediately onto the topic and she immediately said that let's let's do this and let's uh, explore even if we are not the experts maybe but we will let at least you know uh, try and uh, initiate a dialogue so which uh, really i'm uh, very much thankful to you uh, chaitali for so uh, chaitali now i would uh, leave the entire uh, entire uh, talking part to you completely so that is where you begin Okay. Uh, first of all, thanks, Prashant. Uh, the idea that you are uh, exploring different avenues in which we can give sustainability, sustainably, and uh, where we can be part of uh, uh, living on our own uh, terms, as well as uh, giving something back to the nature, is something that is really appreciated. Uh, so coming to this uh, topic of urban farming, uh, let us uh, not get worked up by the term farming because farming obviously we always see it like uh, big time farms uh, that are growing uh, in most of the rural areas of uh, country but when i uh, think of urban farming the simple to these two words you know farming you are growing and you are uh, producing food urban as in it is city or it is a place where you have high density population and uh, to be very honest, all of us have traveled through the local trains and we have seen these farms growing alongside the local trains every day, especially the leafy vegetable ones or the okra, the bindi that we say. They, it has continuously been growing and cultivated and we obviously used to get scared when we were young 
that you know how is it been made or is it good to eat and things like that but it has been always been integral part of our society but we are not taking it on our hands like you know doing it on our own so let's try and see can we do it on our own so yeah you may go next so when we see uh, we want to do it the next question is why one should take up first thing is um, you are growing something on your own it's like you know having a you are uh, having a child within yourself and you are experiencing it to grow so that is something which is amazing to see you know you are seeing it yourselves so you know what ingredients have gone into it so the organic part which we keep thinking about that the things need to be organically grown no chemical fertilizers to be used so that is how you are growing it when you are growing it in whether in your uh, whichever place you can then uh, it reduces transportation cost as you said if there is a transport strike you are not getting fresh vegetables so the, the, it reduces transportation cost Uh, it, uh, your carbon footprint is also something that will matter a lot in eventually it is mattering so that will also be uh, kind of reduced uh, you can uh, you can get fresh vegetables uh, trust me their taste is amazing you know how much ever you decide to buy it from your favorite vegetable vendor that vegetable will not taste as good as your freshly grown vegetable so it tastes good because it has got good ingredients it has got all the nutrients intact in it um uh, plus you are giving it back to the nature um so and obviously when we are saying organic is overpriced is because the way it is getting transported from far away distance if it is grown right next to your door obviously the cost is going to be much lesser so let us try and see after why when should we when should one start uh, doing this organic or urban farming i think yesterday was the day but never too late start it today right. <laughs> it's like that right. because uh, uh, it it is needed in need of an art and uh, one has to start at whatever scale he or she can so the size does not matter your enthusiasm is that's what going to matter at the end so don't worry about whether you have raw material ready in hand how can i go about it uh, do i have all the instruments in place no it doesn't matter it's just that your zeal and your enthusiasm and uh, that is it you know you don't have to really worry about it uh, obviously next is who can do it everyone right from your you know your you as an individual maybe a community say a society takes it up or uh, a school takes it up a family decides to grow anyone can take it even if, even my child he you know he likes to at least water the plants so that is how he is participating in it so everyone has his or her uh, uh, take in it and they can easily participate there is just no need to worry that am i good enough to do it do i have that green thumb so that green thumb is something that you know you just have to trust yourself and go for it and obviously it will work out properly but for that you have to keep certain things in mind so let's see what are those certain things first is where can we uh, uh, grow or have our urban farm uh, bottom line is any place which has got sunlight you can have what uh, urban farm okay so it could be your window sill like you can see here i have grown uh, lal mart at my window sill that's the same picture which uh, uh, i had been growing it and full of it but then 
you, the joy that everyone was having is something which is really amazing kitchen herbs is something you can easily grow on your uh, kitchen window sill then uh, you can even think of doing it on terrace because society terraces are most of the time especially uh, in nowadays scenario uh, people uh, hardly visit the terrace because buildings are so high rise and things like that so you can easily have it on terrace uh, we visited i visited one terrace uh, before starting up my own uh, kitchen garden it had every plant that you name every fruit you eat it was growing there every vegetable you are eating it was growing there so there is no stopping uh, i came across uh, another thing uh, where you know people are uh, giving certain patch of land to people one is from the uk where my friend is uh, staying so they get a patch of land and another one i came across in bangalore so what happens is they give you patch of land uh, it has to be strictly used for uh, farming only and they will give you water connection so that is it what you need you have soil you have water connection now any other manure part or seeds or things like that that you have to get and you have to uh, keep uh, giving it love and care that is it so your kids also can be part in that because if you ask a kid from where do you where, where does the vegetable come to your house he will say bhaiya you know that should not be the case he should actually come to know that somebody is taking efforts to grow it and i can be that somebody who's taking efforts to grow it which is very but very essential uh, sorry to interrupt but these uh, yeah. these uh, square root farming at bangalore bangalore that you're showing uh, is yeah. it something on the terraces No, no, no. So they have a uh, uh, just uh, outskirts of the Bangalore, uh, Bangalore city. They have this patch of land which was privately owned earlier, and that is how that person is giving out. Yeah, approximately like two thousand, four thousand square feet plots. Yeah. So instead of building a weekend home on that plot, you farm there. That's yeah, the yeah. Correct, oh, correct. That is fantastic. And, so and and most of the times, so what happens? Right? Yeah, correct. From the city, okay, wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. So uh, I quite like that idea. You know, you just you don't. I don't have land, so what? But there is there are other possibilities that I can explore. So actually, there is nothing that is going to stop you from doing this. Is what I feel. Um. Uh, uh, now, uh, technology also is helping us to do urban farming. uh one is aquaponics so aquaponics in which uh, you have uh, water that is getting circulated uh but that water uh, that it has uh, aquatic animals so uh, the excreta generated by aquatic animals which is rich in nitrogen it gets uh, transferred to your plants and they get good quality of uh, water or rather nutrients through that and they grow amazingly so it is sometimes it is even soilless so you don't have to have soil it can be water itself that is continuously getting recycled uh, but again that uh, it needs a setup uh, which you know eventually will have to be taken care of by experts because uh, aquatic animals are uh, most of us are you know little nervous about having them at home because you have to manage them well but yeah there are so many people thought, who go for it this is a little complicated one and uh, should be tried under some guidance or some supervision yes yes okay. yes uh then comes is hydroponics which is comparatively a little easier uh, uh, option in which you get these higher uh, tablets as nutrients okay which are oh. which can uh, dissolve in water so uh, what you do is your base is water it's not soil and you 
uh, as per the schedule that is needed for into it and uh, you can grow whichever food you want to so people can grow even uh, uh, you know gourds and things like that on that so there is no stopping it's not that you can grow only leafy vegetables but wow. yeah again it needs uh, a little uh, setup to be made like you know you can see here the pipes have two layers so underneath layer is of water which is getting circulated and you keep adding uh, tablets into it and okay. the uh, above that you have punctures and smaller uh, uh what you say containers kept to absorb water and your seedlings could be kept in that but the taste is no it doesn't change at all so the taste of the food that you will get here is going to be the same as you will grow in the soil so are there so these two are who can come and do this for us for like for example a building or or a society or a community uh, are there any agencies who can come in and do this Yes, yes, there are. In fact, at Bandra, uh, next to uh, Bandra Talao, there is one agency who can set it up for you. So what I'll do is uh, I will share these uh, uh, numbers. Also, if people contact me, uh, they can easily come and set it up. Hydroponics is something you can start at your basic level. Also, you know, you can do it at home. Also, so it's some it, it's interesting, especially for quick uh, churning out of things, smaller leafy vegetables. It's amazing to start off with. but now let us see uh, how traditional farmer farming has been doing and how can we incorporate it in our uh, day to day life so when you want to start your uh, urban farming at your individual level or maybe at a little broader level just keep these three things in mind one is sun second is availability of water wherever you are going to do that farming you should have good amount of water available to say at least uh if not obviously monsoon you don't need but rest of the months you need good amount of water and you need good potting soil so soil along with good manure is what you will need if you have these three then you there is nothing that will stop you so let's see how these uh, things matter to you when you are starting off the first thing comes is soil because we are going for the traditional method so soil obviously should have good uh, uh, it, it should drain easily as well as it should hold water and uh, it should give good support to the plant depending upon the plant type uh, so uh, you can uh, let's see how you can make it okay uh, there are possible nowadays what happens is you are doing it either in your window sill or on the terrace and other people are very worried you know load bad jayega terrace ke upar ka and things like that so cocoa peat is something which is uh, uh, which you can replace you can use and replace the red soil it is very lightweight and uh, it, it keeps uh, aeration happening okay so that is what helps so you can use equal amount of red soil or cocoa peat along with the manure so now manure you don't have to really buy one cycle you have to set for yourself because composting is something which again is need of an hour rather it we should have started it long time back so you can do uh, aerobic uh, composting or you can do anaerobic composting i will say for the starters uh, any, anyone who is just starting up do aerobic composting because it is little easier to do and manage so what you have to do is take any bucket at home take any basket at home and uh, uh, you can use your kitchen waste okay anything that comes out of kitchen can go into that 
so you say uh, my leafy vegetables yes you just have to chop the dead ends so that it doesn't occupy too much of place if it is watermelon chop it to the my you know basic level at least make smaller chunks of it uh, if possible dry it in sun so that moisture evaporates and you don't get too much of uh, soggy uh, remains but otherwise it's also okay if you don't have too much of sun coming in and you want to start it off no problem so one thing you have to keep it in mind is 50% of uh, your uh, wet waste that is your kitchen waste and 50% of your dry waste should be part of your compost and oh, uh, yeah so if you go to the next side i can show you uh, the types of uh, uh, you know equipments that you can use which are readily available at home sometimes is uh, you can see this basket earlier we used to use it for you know while going for the vegetable shopping and things like that so you can use this basket very easily because it's got it's pretty porous okay i know it is plastic we should refrain from using plastic don't need to buy if you have any paint can at home which is 15 liters two 15 liter paint paint cans are more than sufficient for family of five i have been using it for like almost two or three years now so oh, once so you in ha basically jo site pe se apne paint cans bach jata hai absolutely just go for it wonderful absolutely you just have to yeah you just have to drill holes on sides and at the base keep okay. some plate at the base so that if the water drains off you can just remove it and uh, clean it okay. um you can use any or uh, you know you have these leaves been shaded in your compound or you have sawdust from your site or uh, you have uh, uh cocoa peat again can be used as a dry waste if you don't have anything else so you just keep on mixing these two only at the starting you need to add little bit of other type of manure so it could be cow cow dung or cow urine uh it could be even uh, buttermilk water you know you do you can use it because it has got microorganisms in it they will start decomposing process only these things are what are needed and you just after every alternate day you just keep turning it around so that it gets aeration now that our soil is ready obviously you need to keep it in something so your cocoa peat one is to one proportion cocoa peat and manure you have mixed and you want to plant something so any container which can hold the soil and which can drain the water is good enough so again if you see even if you see my terrace garden i think 90% of the pots are recycled I don't let oil cans go out of my home, or you know anything that comes, it stays with me because I use it for planting something or the other. But you can use uh, jute bags, you can use uh, uh, wooden crates. Now it's a mango season; most of us will get wooden crates, so you can line it up with gunny bags from inside, and you can use them. So there is no problem. And how gunny bags? Uh, how does this uh, jute bag or gunny bag uh, get used? Uh, the water doesn't drain out, or the the soil does not kind of. Oh uh, no, it doesn't. Uh, it is very good for breathing actually the way we say you know mittika pot is very good for breathing the same thing applies only thing what happens is over a period of time it start decomposing on its own at the end it is natural material so you will have to change it every uh, little often as compared to your pots but they are really good so you don't have to worry about them at all uh so just start with whatever you have it at home you know that is what my uh, advice to what everyone you just don't wait for it um now what can you start off with okay uh, once you have the containers you have the soil the next thing comes in where i can plant so 
the guiding factor will be sunlight you have to observe your uh, uh, place where you want to do farming how much sunlight does it receive if it is terrace just there is nothing that will stop because it's going to receive sunlight any which ways but if it is windows then you have to see does it receive sunlight for say 3 to 4 hours or 4 to 6 hours or 6 to 8 hours so just you know if you don't know too much about it uh, the bottom line is if it is leafy vegetable okay which you will uproot when you want to cook it should have at least 3 to 4 hours of sunlight so say okay. palak methi they need that much of light if you're talking about uh, root vegetables so they have strong leaves as well as they need uh, good food in their roots they need 4 to 6 hours of sunlight okay and if there is any fruit vegetable so we'll say uh, capsicum tomato brinjal or any other thing bhindi they will need more than that 6 to 8 hours okay so, so in case if for example these uh, plants are kept on the terrace or in a place where they get a little more light then uh, then what you've prescribed or uh, that has been advised uh, is it bad for their health or how i mean does that so mean- if they yeah, so if they get more the sunlight you know especially for the leafy vegetables then mm-hmm. what happens is they dry off they're, they they can't hold that little moisture which they need so what you do is i know in on the terrace most of us can't build a shade or something like that so you place your plants in such a way that the shadow of your uh, fruit vegetables it automatically falls on the leafy vegetable so they can grow uh, under them you know around them so automatically the shadow is taken care of and the diffuse light compens- compensates the direct 3 4 hours light so they will keep getting diffuse light throughout the day and uh, they can still grow uh, without any hassle okay so, so the, uh, one yeah. just one more uh, doubt because these are uh, say for example if we are advising uh, to to be doing all this on terrace what happens yeah. during monsoons i mean do we have to take any extra care about the plants i mean do we have to cover the entire terrace or how because so i must you think um, the water is going to water is going to really uh, flood out the entire uh, soil and everything so yeah so first is uh, you know uh, we have to circle you you have to have a circle of crops that you are taking so okay. if you see uh, how uh, our ancestors decided to eat what during which season so for example if you think of monsoon most of the times gourd is what uh, what are uh, grown is beet okay. snake gourd or bottle gourd or any gourd so what happens is for that you obviously create some kind of uh, uh, support system on which they can you know form their own uh, uh, what do you say shade so automatically the water that comes down doesn't reach to the soil so it is yeah it is as simple as that so uh, they don't and it's so simple you know they don't eat any vegetable which touches the ground during monsoon so we just have to Uh, oh. we just have to think of that because you want like if i go back to my uh, grandmother and ask her what would you eat during monsoon she will say i don't you eat uh, carrot or i we don't eat mooli during monsoon because that's not the your soil is not right for that it should happen in the winters right now it's only gods which are away from the soil so they are not touched by the water and they are in good condition wow. so wow. that way you know you will go back to so you know if you start planting like this you will eat what your ancestors were eating so it's going to impact your lifestyle very positively 
Wonderful. So I think we should, at least for this reason, instead of listening to only dietitians and nutritionists, <laughs> let's go back to what they were doing. Exactly. Exactly. Sorry yeah. to interrupt, but this is the next one that you had mentioned. Yeah. So this is what uh, matters if you are doing container planting. Okay. If you are not creating beds or you don't have ground to do it. So again, uh, uh, the same logic that is being applied. So if you are using four inch, you know, smaller containers, uh, then they will be good for you know growing microgreens type of vegetables which you will uproot. Okay? okay. So any vegetable that you want to just saw and as soon as they become uh, just around three inches tall, you can uproot. You will see maximum two or three leaves at that time. You won't see too many leaves. Microgreens will not have that. So ideally, microgreens. they don't have uh, a third leaf which is a two leaf so uh, that is what uh, a 4 inch pot will do for you whereas 6 inch pot will do you know what you are plucking only the leaves so okay. so microgreen palak can grow in 4 inches deep pot but my, the proper palak can grow in 6 inch deep pot so you can just remove the leaves uh, of it and you can let it grow again you don't have to uproot it completely so mint can easily grow in 6 inch basil can go grow in 6 inch pot then if it is 8 inches uh, and you want to have really good yield then you can have uh, methi growing in you can have amaranthus growing in or uh, lal mart jisko bolte hain you can grow ginger in 8 inches deep pot because it grow it spreads you know it doesn't go deep down you can grow turmeric in 8 inches uh, deep pot and all these things are available in market you just have to get one turmeric in the given season and put it down or just dry it and next season you uh, just you know put it under the soil and it will grow and i got some 1 kg turmeric last year unfortunately i don't have pictures i would have loved to show it but it just kept on growing on its own i could see turmeric flower coming in for the first time in my life so it was wonderful to see it chaitali uh, after, after after these uh, art workshops that you're doing with uh, yeah. all the uh, eco friendly ganpati and everything i am i'm seriously recommending <laughs> that you should take up uh, workshops for kids to do urban farming i will i will i will seriously i mean if they learn trust me our future is secured <laughs> yeah, absolutely so they make parents do it you know absolutely uh, now the next thing is 12 inches pot which is for any uh, uh, fruit vegetables so be it brinjal tomato or bhindi 12 inches or deeper if you can have deeper even better uh, this gives you a little rough idea about uh, how many uh, plants you can grow in one square feet okay okay so for example uh, when you are having leafy vegetables obviously not microgreens if you are planting leafy vegetables in which you just want to pluck leaves okay you have four you set them four inches apart so automatically in one square feet you can have four of them growing and you can just up, uh, remove the upper part uh, if you are growing say brinjal it will be only one if it is pumpkin it will be only one if it is bhindi uh, it will be only one carrots sometimes you can have two or four depending upon the type variety that you choose so root vegetables can be four leafy vegetables can be even 6 or 8 uh, for that matter fruit vegetable should be one at a time okay uh, when so you are growing because, in is 
So just because uh, everyone cannot read this, there will obviously be a PDF which we will be uploading later on with uh, with Chaitali's contact details as well. So in case you have any doubts or anything of that sort, that and everything is available for reference in future. So that is uh, absolutely not to be bothered about. Uh, this chart looks very much interesting to me because this is like uh, some sort of a. Uh, chemical <laughs> chemical <laughs> composition chart you know so, some sort of a so, very uh, technical thing so this but basically yeah, sure. so basically this chart and the last chart which will be which we will be discussing they can combine together and you know you are query <laughs> about you know what if if the leafy vegetables are exposed to sunlight throughout the uh, year then how will they sustain so automatically this chart will help you that i have sure. brinjal growing and underneath i can have my leafy vegetables growing in so they get shade so something like that um now all these things are ready but now you want to sow them and in this kind of season where we are all stuck at home nobody is delivering you anything uh, you know like no seeds are being delivered how can i start so let's take one step at a time you can have you know uh, I, i'm just showing you few examples uh, tomato you just slice it horizontally you will get good seeds pot you know put it in your pot and sow it the rule of uh, sowing any uh, uh, seed these kinds is the thickness of the seed okay it is something that is going to guide you how much soil should be there on top of it so if this seed is say 2 uh, mm thick you should have at least 2 to 4 mm thick soil on top of it okay so if the seed is like uh, for example karela seed it will be thicker thicker so that much amount of soil needs to be there on top but these are the few examples which are ready at home you buy pudina uh, the the stem which is little thicker you just put it in water near the windows near the sunlight spot in window not too much of sun it will start growing its roots plant it you will have your own mint you have garlic pots at home no need to worry when will i get green garlic you just these remove one one uh, pod from it plant it you have your own garlic growing in same happens with ginger i uh, i got ginger once and it had got these tiny sprouts on it so i removed the sprouts and i planted it and i have ginger plant growing in my terrace now the same thing happened with the elephant's foot you know suran so that also gets sprouts yeah so those sprouts you just remove plant them i have planted them and now i have suran obviously these are lot of surprises because i don't know where what i have planted but yeah <laughs> but i have these kind of things growing the same thing you can do with potato okay. lemon grass we buy these kind of lemon grass for our you know um, um, thai curries and all that so the base you keep it in water near the sunlight spot keep changing the water you will have your own lemon grass plant because it will start rooting so the rule here is you just have to keep in mind that the seed should be equally below the soil as per the thickness of it okay and when you are uh, the minute it is in inside the soil make sure that it doesn't get sunlight okay, okay? if you are using because a seed is not supposed to get sunlight it's like baby growing in the womb it is not exposed to uh, this thing plus it should get warm that is what is needed i can show you a quick example these are egg crates that i had okay and i'm growing seeds in that so nothing is going to go waste i will just remove it from that you will have these kind of egg crates just remove it and use it for seeding 
and later on just remove the skin and put it inside the pot wow. so yeah so if you come <laughs> to my place i will have lot of this kind of junk place uh, uh, egg shells which are very good for manure you just crumple them use it as manure uh, you can give it to your kids to saw something and later on just crumple it once you see the third leaf this is something which is very important third leaf you have to see and then only transfer uh, you know put it back to the bigger pot okay uh, leafy vegetables you can directly put the seeds in the container fruit vegetables you can plant them separately first see which one is growing healthy and then transport it to the bigger uh, container you don't have to directly put it in the bigger container right at the start Fabulous. So these are, yeah. So your see, neighbors, something which you have. Your neighbors must be very happy. Yeah, yeah they get unlimited <laughs> supply of lemongrass and curry leaves from me. That's the only thing that they get at the moment. I don't give share rest of the things, <laughs> but because I'm not growing as much. But let's see, slowly, steadily. Yeah. Uh, so this okay. is what the sowing calendar is. Again, this is not very clear, but if you ask your grandmother what you ate in. say uh, winters she will say i ate lot of beans during winters peas were part of my daily diet in winters so if i want peas in winters i have to sow them somewhere in september october that's the logic okay. at least one and a half months in advance i need to sow it okay and you have to think about what is being grown locally you have to understand what kind of climate i have and what will grow so obviously uh brinjals uh, sorry uh, brinjals will not go so good during uh, monsoon because too much of water is getting poured on it but it will grow good post uh, september october so i will start so sowing it somewhere at the end of august or mid of september uh similarly i can have say uh, uh, pumpkin if i want it during some period which is you know just after uh, monsoon i will sow it during that time now june july august september are going to be season of gourds so i have to start sowing them end of may or june so that i get all monsoon around gourds in place uh, leafy vegetables obviously during monsoon you won't get so you have to restrict yourself for uh, not planting them you do it little later so that is how you just have to understand the yearly calendar which probably we know looking at the market that this is going to come now so in this calendar when you mention uh, north india and south india uh, hmm. and when you mention january is brinjal so january is when you plant a brinjal or january is when you plant plant okay this yeah this is the sowing calendar okay. harvesting okay. calendar could be little different so this is when you plant um, so yeah this is what and uh, uh, herbs or uh, other uh, leafy vegetables if you want to plant you can plant them little indoors during monsoon also or during other period uh, because they don't need so much of light a little okay. uh, diffuse light that is coming throughout the day or say for 4 5 hours is more than sufficient and you can easily plant it so they can grow aram se basil also can grow without any uh, seed okay you buy basil you put that uh, you know its stem in the water it will start rooting and it will grow automatically wow so you okay, don't so yeah Vidya is asking that uh, how to grow, how to know what type of soil is suitable for which vegetable. Is there any uh, restriction on that? Uh, so it is not about what kind of soil is good. What happens is, say, if you are talking about beans, they need good amount of nitrogen. 
so when you are giving compost to it you need to make sure that they will have some kind of nutrients which will have that kind of um uh vera uh, nutrients available with that compost so okay. for example uh, that's why we have to circulate the crops so one will give help to other you know and when you do a uh, companion uh, planting so it automatically happens so if you see this chart uh th- there are multiples which are growing together so for example along with peas uh, you will have uh, things growing like uh, carrots or you can have uh, carrots and tomatoes go well together because they uh, complement each other for good taste and as well as they make sure that um, uh, no pests are attracted so okay. for example uh, 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 when i was growing uh, one of the vegetable okay uh, tomato i was feeling you know uh, some mice is coming and eating away the sapling itself when it was growing little big i somehow did not see it then i was like what to do so i just planted one small lemongrass or tulsi plant near to it and then it did not come so probably lemongrass repelled the pest so yeah these are kind of experiments which we keep on doing but a uh, few things uh, we have to you know make sure that you are buying healthy seeds or you are having healthy seeds so for example when you are going to a farmers market for example and you buy something from them just you know remove the seeds from there because their seeds are going to be very healthy they call it as organic seeds and dry them and then use them because that is what will give you good uh, yield at the end good harvest at the end so uh, don't depend on buying only from the shops and i have to go there buy from your trusted vendor that you know he is going to get good uh, um uh, crop for me and he's uh, he's trustworthy and there are many uh, like in parla there is one lady who comes uh, sells her vegetables right from her farm so i feel you know i can trust her trust on her and i i literally leave one bhindi to dry off and use that uh, seed so that i don't have to depend on somebody else or from some other place to buy it or sometimes when you buy uh, uh, say when you buy this snake gourd you realize that it is very uh, you know it's not fresh it's little uh, over ripe kind of thing then remove the seeds dry them and you can plant them so okay. you don't have ha huh, then automatically you can have your own snake gourd so just don't uh, you know tell him ki acha nahi hai but you have got something good out of it <laughs> so i think that gold. is something which <laughs> yeah that's gold yeah. that's a jackpot actually <laughs> because many a time because karela also you know you keep it in the refrigerator it turns red and you're like oh shit i forgot to use this now what to do but then those red karelas will give you good seeds just dry them and use it so Wonderful. you can easily use it yeah Uh, in fact you know when i had gone to my native place uh, my uh, bua told me you know we leave certain uh, fruit vegetables be there on the le- uh, tree as it is on the plant as it is okay till they become full mature and then we remove the seeds for our next year's crop wow uh, okay. now obviously when yeah so you, they don't buy every now and then so you just have to make sure that you buy desi seeds or you buy desi you know uh, vegetables if they are hybrid so in, then they don't give you good Okay, so in cities, is there any location where you can buy seeds, or you just buy it from the vendor vegetables and and uh, the way you mentioned? No, no, no. In cities, over, over uh, no, no, no. 
सो इन सिटी इज एट भाईकला राइट नेक्स्ट टू भाउदाजिलार म्यूजियम और आर जिजा माता गार्डन एज वी कॉल इट एज जस्ट नेक्स्ट टू इट वी हैव टू शॉप्स वन इज नामदेव उमाजी एंड वन इज रतन शीज दे आर देयर फॉर लाइक एजेस सो हुएवर इज डूइंग फार्मिंग एट देयर ओन टेरिस और विंडो सिल दे आर द प्लेस वेर यू गो एंड बाय दीज सीट okay and they have literally tagged ki these are hybrid so you know that they have some uh, mixing of gen- genes that has happened or you know they have been uh, cultivated little differently and these are desi seeds so they will tell you ki this is what you will get this is what you will get they will guide you also they are very very generous people that way and you will get even uh, cocoa peat over there all types of manure over there all instruments if you need and any pots or things like that they are really good and they do a home delivery by the way okay. so rakunji so has their website suggest- india design world is suggesting that it's a new movement always save the seeds and exchange with friends absolutely it is in fact uh, what happens uh, what happens is uh, uh, towards the rural side you know there are people who are taking initiative in uh, collecting these uh, Uh, local variety of uh, different say vegetables or crops so for example rice there are so many local varieties and unfortunately they are becoming extinct and we don't obviously want them to become extinct because those varieties are going to be helpful for our own uh, good health so people are collecting those varieties and distributing them amongst the locals themselves that you know this is what you should grow because this is right for your soil and your health as well Yeah, so because I, I think, think uh, there is there is unnecessary demand of basmati rice, and people are just unnecessary uh, uh, growing bas- basmati everywhere. Ha, I mean, you should respond to the climate that you are living in and the soil that you are growing in. If my soil is not appropriate uh, for that, I should not do it. The Apratik Dhan Dhanmer, he is an architect from IAS College. He does it. Uh, he works towards the Hanu Palghar side, so he is okay. also uh, generating that seed bank. in fact uh, dapoli krushi vidyalay they are uh, you know all the time asking people if you have any local variety which probably is not in our seed bank please share it and oh, wow. keep They're your name record yeah 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 so Fabulous. they themselves reach out to people and if they come to know that around that area through the students that this is a local variety which probably we don't have the seeds of they reach out to them and uh, get those seeds so this is something yes and i think it is need of an art the way we are fighting for you know animals becoming extinct similarly your food should not become extinct you know something that you have been eating like i hope my son knows that this is what his grandmother or great grandmother was eating yeah i because uh, every time it cannot be pizza burger and you know uh, broccoli and uh, things like that it can be cauliflower no problem yeah half of our kids don't even know the varieties of mangoes precisely in fact yesterday uh, i had discussion is like all they they will all have one seed only na i said yeah but that size matters that taste matters so you have to see it you know yeah exactly. it is absolutely needed yeah okay so, so these yeah. are common pets now these I are like common them. pets the white one that you see the mealy bugs are there on most of the plants during this time of the year especially <laughs> uh because it's a lot of humidity yeah. i know so there are these two things which you should always keep ready one is and these are organic you don't have to worry that i'm using something that is chemical uh, 
in you know, uh, for, for disinfectant or something like that so in this you have to use neem oil yeah, you can buy neem oil from the shop or you can if you have neem leaves even better so you take a jaise hum log ghar pe kadha banate hain during our sardi and khasi ka time similarly you take a liter of uh, liter or 2 liter of uh, water you put at least half of the pot should be full with the neem leaves and boil it till it becomes reduces to half and that is your neem spray if you are buying oil you can uh, use 1 uh, liter of water you can add 1 tablespoon of neem oil and you can just every time you just have to mix it and spray it on top of the uh, infected area uh, just keep, make sure that whenever you are using any kind of remedy let it be right at the morning okay or late in the evening when the sun is set because because of the temperature unnecessary your plant or uh, the leaves should not become dry okay and most of these pets now they are part of this humidity uh, time of the year they will not you will not see so many pets during the uh, winters or early summers but they will have you know somewhere end of april or mid april they will start and they will be there till the monsoon kind of sets in the season and then they will vanish but there are few things which you don't have to worry about so for example if your tree leaves are uh, getting crumpled okay leaves you know sometimes they become very uh, they turn so you don't have to worry it's not getting infected it's okay. just lack of nutrition so make sure you mulch your uh, uh, bed all the time so that whenever you are giving water or any other nutrition it doesn't evaporate okay so that is what is important another thing is you can use um, uh garlic and onion okay you can boil them together by maybe uh, a pod of garlic uh, one bunch of garlic and a small onion uh boil them together again reduce it to half and you can use that spray so these are basic remedies uh, turmeric is good for ants you can use turmeric powder uh, on top of your uh, soil so that ants don't get attracted um so yeah that is something which you will need to uh, just keep track of what is happening if water is getting drained out of your uh, pot container automatically you know i have just watered the plant and it's draining off that means there are ants probably somewhere inside the pot and they have created the channel for water to drain That's off right. yeah so what you have to do is you drain the you uh, water the plant and you churn it around you know the soil needs to get mixed and then put turmeric on top of it so automatically it will uh, kind of uh, it will stop as in whatever is hampering your uh, uh, plant it will not happen in future also so it is something which is very very essential uh, yeah these are uh, few glimpses of uh, what i have been producing uh, and you know proudly producing i can say for past two years <laughs> yeah so uh, obviously you will see they're growing seasonally so right now i don't have turmeric on my terrace but like i said you know last year i got some uh, one you know pot of this much full turmeric with me and i had just sown some five of them you know five pots i had sown and i got this much so it's not that i had to do lot of farming uh then uh, during this uh, lockdown season i am refraining myself from buying leafy vegetables because i am getting little nervous you know how will you how will i wash it will it be contaminated or 
touched by people so i was like fine but i have my own leafy vegetables growing in i have green amaranthus growing in uh, on the terrace then i have this ambadi which we call it as in marathi it's a very sour vegetable but we all love it and i got it you know two varieties of it thanks to uh, one local variety which we get in market and one which i got from my native and i had planted only this much of pod of it you won't believe and now it has grown up to like 3 feet tall plant so i keep getting it every 8 10 days uh, then methi obviously i have been growing uh, in my uh, you can see i have you recycled the oil containers so um, for methi pudina is there lemongrass so uh, i think i i have my own lemongrass bank i can say because whoever asks for it i have it ready you know uh, i have one uh, yeah, i know i know <laughs> so uh, yeah they they are like really handy you don't have to go and buy anything now uh, i have basil growing in my uh, terrace garden uh, you can go to the next slide yeah uh, basil ajwain ginger then you can see these melons earlier there were these tiny you know as tiny as a lemon and now they have grown up little bigger than even a tennis ball so now i'm really happy that they are somewhere and uh, trust me i have not brought these seeds huh? uh, they are uh, my carpe uh, what do you say compost ka gifts i have been composting everything and uh, through the compost they kind of dried but they could not disintegrate probably and then melon started growing and now i'm wondering whether my terrace has watermelon also because one leaf that i'm seeing it looks like watermelon and i'm like i did not plant watermelon but your compost will keep giving you these gifts because uh, it's a fabulous gift that you are getting you know i'm every day i have this plant id app and i'm just scanning one new new plant and then that's how i got even egg plant uh, sorry um, a- elephant's foot i did not saw it but it's there yeah So, so can yeah, we offer like a live tour to your to your uh, this paradise this little paradise? Yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? So, okay. for, but so for that you know, thanks to Parla location, I will have to disconnect and uh, <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> rejoin no once I go no upstairs. No problem. No problem. So we'll join yeah. you about in another two three minutes. Yeah, maybe five oh, minutes. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. okay. Yeah. Lovely. Thank you. Chalo. Bye. Welcome. Chalo. Okay, guys, this was a fun session. I think this was really uh, uh, some sort of a magic. She's she's actually growing. Uh, okay, wonderful. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. How are you? Hi. Hi, Kadir. How are you? Hi. Okay. Hi. So, guys, these are uh, these are the gentlemen and lady behind uh, today's uh, session. So they have immediately on on a first message itself, they have kind of just. immediately jumped onto that opportunity and said okay yes we want to be a part of this so introducing mr kadir uh, mithani uh, founder and ceo of kasamia and padmini bajaj director of kasamia india lovely so thank you so much for guys for uh, joining this this is a wonderful uh, initiative that uh, has been kind of successful and right now feeling the heat of it because there are more and more people who are needing the needing that kind of uh, from us and uh, every day there is some or the other person who's kind of uh, you know asking us ki how can we be a, a part of this and how can we uh, get, absolutely you know, that's right that's so right it's really really uh, amazing to see the kind of energy that is flowing so today's session was definitely with tali and was the need of the r but uh, let's let's take a little while to uh, 
to introduce what Kasamiya does. Definitely. Uh, so basically, over the years, uh, we have uh, you know worked with uh, renowned brands, and we've curated our own uh, basket of uh, brands that uh, we represent in different locations. Uh, we are uh, with our massive and um, really an international showroom that I invite all of you, which is designed by Kader. It is in Dubai, which is 53,000 square feet of space. Uh, you will find every exhibit uh, with uh, different brands coming for bathrooms, coming for um, tiles, for furniture, for lights, for different decor items. You will find us for even carpets. You will find us for um, wooden floor, for amazing wallpapers. And uh, we have our showrooms in India as well. Uh, Bombay. Bangalore and in Hyderabad. Wonderful, wonderful. So pretty grand, huh? Pretty grand. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. And I'm just browsing through your showroom pictures, and I just can't seem to get over it. I mean, this is just oh, this is this looks like yeah, he's the guy. Like <laughs> you have to visit uh, all of you. You will really love it. Absolutely. It's something very Absolutely. unique Absolutely. and different, where the product costs more than the. More than we talking about it. Yes. Lovely. So basically, I need anything and, and I have it out there. Yeah. Seriously. That's right. That's, that's, right. that's right. That's right. We have it all. Okay. So you will find even the plants, the artifacts, uh, everything. So basically, everything that you see in the pictures is to sell. Fantastic. Fantastic. And these wallpapers also? Yes. Yeah. We have some amazing wallpapers which has also characters of. Uh, uh, you know, where you can even use this on the main floor. So when you come to the showroom, you're not going to be walking in onto a porcelain tile. You will instead be walking on a wallpaper. So you experience it yourself than just believing wow. the catalog or sample. You walk on it yourself and you see that it's there for two years. In the, in the showrooms in India, we've displayed this in the bathrooms. So you can actually see the potential of the product. We have done a project with, uh, we have done with a wallpaper on the floor in the discotheques. Yes. Fabulous. Fabulous. I am just absolutely uh, stunned by the, by, by even the sound of it. It just sounds very fantastic. I <laughs> an experience of its own kind. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It is, an, it is an experience center. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. So you guys have started working already? Um, not really, but we've taken some special permission to make changes for four days in our showroom. Lovely. So that is why uh, today and tomorrow you will see us in the office. Exactly. So, uh, but uh, all the other cities uh, except for Bombay and Pune, I think, have started pretty much. Yes. Yeah, Bangalore, we have started. Hyderabad, we started. Exactly. So you must have already getting, uh, you know, kind of been getting calls from them and asking that whether... Uh, everything is on order in place or delivery yes. schedules are in place. <laughs> yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Also, the main thing is that Bivandi, the warehouse has started. So beyond these three showrooms, we are present across India. Like we have uh, people in Chandigarh doing sales. We have in the south, which is, you know, in Chennai. Yeah, Padrinath is saying hi to you guys. Oh, hi. hi. <laughs> so he's going to be presenting tomorrow. Oh, fantastic. fantastic. Looking forward. <laughs> 
He's done a fantastic nice. project, uh, which, is of, uh, which, is of, which is on zero energy uh, toilets. So, so that is something that really kind of uh, got me interested. In. So I asked him, and he said, "Yes, we'll we'll do that." And so tomorrow evening uh, we'll be having another session. Perfect. Perfect. Looking, Perfect. For, looking forward. Looking forward. And the sessions are really making sense. Very nice. Uh, very innovative subjects, not Thank done you. before. So it, that's a good thing. i don't think not done before because this these are uh, ancient knowledge that we already had it's just that yeah. we don't like for example kali mentioned that her grandmother used to grow these uh, seeds i mean <laughs> yeah yeah vegetables and we we forgotten i mean look at us uh, look at our kids Absolutely. our kids would not know what is the different what what variety of mango is it you know Absolutely, that's right. That's right. That's yeah. something. That is something yeah. we need to really start yeah. teaching. For the generations to come, we'll only remember the alfonso. That's all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or basmati rice, or basmati rice, which is always oversold. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Great. I wish all of you a great time. Have a wonderful session. Thank you so Very much. Very informative. Nice guys. Good thank you for joining me and thank you for supporting. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Okay, so we check again if we have Chaitali back in action, and I think yes, she is available. I hope this time on her terrace. Hi, Chaitali. Hi. Good uh, break, huh? Yeah. Now my uh, question to you is. Oh yeah. So now I can show you uh, what my terrace garden looks like, but I will. Uh, it's okay. a very tiny piece, okay, which I was planning to expand during this time. Anything, but before okay. I take you to the tour of terrace garden, I will just show you the setup of composting that I have. It's a very uh, oh, simple wonderful. process. I have this can. I have drilled the holes uh, on the sides and at the base, and I keep adding alternate layer of uh, dry and wet waste. and right now all Chaitali, of us have this petali just one second just to uh, yeah. let you know uh, instagram yeah. is showing me that there is just one minute remaining so oh, okay if, okay so we we will highlight on something which is important then no problem no problem so uh, i will just quickly show you something that i have so this is the melon that i was talking about this has grown out of compost now it's like growing really big and i have five of them growing now right now Okay, so just keep uh, everyone keep in mind the melons and the gourds. They will have uh, male and female flowers. Okay, so if I can quickly show you that, uh, that might just be helpful. Uh, so male flowers will have buds behind it. So that is what it is. I have this uh, bitter gourd growing, dudhi along with it. Then uh, this is again ajwain which we all eat. Wow. Then mint. and there is now this is what happens you know when i have compost to doing miracles so we, along with mint okay. i have a melon growing but okay so and Chaitali, now it has grown thank you very much thank you yeah. very much for doing this uh, this is just showing me 20 seconds more so i all i can do is like yeah. thank you for joining absolutely for, it's uh, my pleasure and i am sure yeah. we will do a little workshops on this uh, on on urban farming as well very soon absolutely yeah. we sh- 